0: Episode 23, Express Yourself. I want to thank you guys for subscribing and listening in to this podcast, this episode, previous episodes. Today's episode, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of NBA. It's just some things that I was bothered with. Um, also, the Tatis contract is crazy humongous and uh, well-deserved. I mean, if you guys watch know tactics, you guys will know. So I get into that. Um, I've, of course, I always got to tell you about my week. I always always have an interesting week, interesting weekend. All of this Uh recently, my my fiance, almost wife, she sprained her ankle in a weird way. I will not express what happened for those that knows. They know. Uh, the reason why, but, uh, it definitely was a, a great weekend, you know, with her being off of work, spending some time with me. I've been on vacation. We, uh, have been watching my wife and kids really. And, you know, of course I'm a gamer, so I play video games too. So, um, just, a, just a little insight here, um, to, about injuries. You know, uh I have well, some of you guys don't know. Most of you guys that listen to the show don't know, yeah. I was a victim of a crime. I have gotten shot. So I that was the biggest injury I've had in my lifetime. And this is my first time being in the hospital. And um I mean like as far as getting treatment. Okay, I won't say like I walked in the building and it was my first time in the hospital, but you know, uh, it was definitely something. I'm a weird guy, so I was just like, "Huh, oh, I wonder what it's like to be in a hospital bed." You know, you know. I hope it's no life or death situation, but you know, you've been there visiting. You know, grandparents and and, and parents and cousins. You know, just family members, friends. So you know, you see them or you see pictures of them, and Got the IVs up the arm and, and all, you know, all of that stuff. And, you know, now here I am in that situation. And this was a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, I got the IV in me. You know, I'm like, man, what is this? What is all of this? You know, you can't move and all of this. And, you know, I got shot in the stomach. So it, it, it seemed a little harder you know, to maneuver pain right there. You just had the surgery, you know, on your intestines and, you know, things like that. So you literally, I literally couldn't drink no water and all of that. You know, I had water through the IVs or whatever, but I couldn't drink water until I have released gas. And it took four days, four days to release gas so I could drink water, so I can eat some food and, you know, it was a long, it seemed like a very long process, but I would never regret every moment of it. I do want to thank my fiance for being by my side for that moment we talked about earlier. And, um, I've also has sprained my ankle before, uh, getting into that. Um, she has, a it seems a little more painful sprain than what I've had. I mean, you know, you sprain your ankle, yeah, it hurts the first day. You know, you go ahead and be about your business after that. That's just me when I sprain my ankle or I would twist my ankle or, you know, you bump knees playing basketball. Like, I've played basketball every day in the summertime as a kid, pretty much even after school, outside, always was at the gym. I mean, I've played millions of games of basketball, pickup basketball. Only injury I've ever gotten was sprained ankle. I have broken my finger. I did break my finger playing football, and I still played football when I had the little stint on my finger, whatever you wanna call it, and I, I still play football. I had to play one hand though it wasn't that easy, you know, doing that so uh just just a little injury, you know, a little update from me um like in my life uh but You know, I've uh, also been watching uh, commentary, more commentary, still got to watch more commentary. I am a nerd. I will, I have, I've been in the process of Fast and Furious, and then I will go to the second Fast and Furious. I collect Blu-ray DVDs, by the way. Um, I, I, I've mentioned this before on this show. I love, um... I just love special features. Commentary is definitely top of the list. I love to know how the whole process happened in movies. And speaking of, I was watching Ali, and I happened to notice the R&B singer Truth Hurts. Now, a lot of you might not know who that is, or you may have heard of Truth Hurts, the R&B singer, but don't know what she looks like. So I was watching Ali, and she was the singer when... uh, Will Smith and Jada was dancing. The first scene they had in the movie. um, And that was her singing. So if you go back and watch Ali, that's her. Or if you're not a fan of watching boxing movies or something like that. Maybe you want to watch a terrible movie. But you got Dr. Jerry Snoop Dogg in it. To watch, you know, she was uh, one of the girls. One of their girls. I think she was Snoop Dogg's girl in the movie. Um so let you know I and I actually I DM'd her and said how in the road you just wrote an Ali She actually responded and said I audition with the praying emoji, the heart emoji, I felt like I was a star for one second because no celebrity responds to me and especially in the quick timing that she did, she did, and Ella, no, I am a fan. She can sing. She really can sing. I have some of her music on my Spotify. So I just want to give a shout out to Truth Hurts. Um, very underrated singer that she is. Um, so that was that. And, and it's, it's so much to the commentary. I looked at John Wick's commentary. I've seen uh, John Wick 2's commentary. Well, I didn't finish the second one. I've Finish the commentary of um, *Knives Out*. It's just a lot of movies. It's *Insidious* up there? I wanna. I'm very interested in that, and I, and I'm gonna be just continue to collect Blu-rays, 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 and I will see how everything goes. Also, I had another great betting experience, and this was yesterday. And I'm trying to give people insight on how to bet, the smart way to bet, because I literally want people to win. I, 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 you know, I don't want to give them what I do because I don't always win. I want them to come up with a way. I want to tell them what's my thought process. And, and I will ha- be happy to share it here before I get to my NBA big old talks and all of that. Um uh, yesterday, And I've mentioned this to a few people. I said, I'm only doing live betting. I am waiting until halftime just to get an idea of how the game is going. Because sometimes teams just don't show up. And that's why I said, live betting might be the way to go. I've had this discussion with a good friend of mine as well. um, About maybe two, three years ago. And And he expressed, he said, look, I... Do live betting. Like, that's the way to go. But we we tend to to shy away from live betting because we look at, at spreads and say, it's no way they don't cover. It's no way this team don't win. But there's always a way this team don't win. And i not saying that it's a guarantee if you live bet, but you have more of a shot because you've seen how the first half was. Like, you look at the Super Bowl. Everybody in their right mind was probably like, Kansas City's going to win. And you saw how they started the game off. And then you're like, man, I don't like how they played in the first half. I can put a live bet on either this game staying under or Tampa Bay just opening this wide open or possibly Kansas City coming back. Or you could think the game goes over. You have possibilities, but you look at the first half and you feel like, okay, you're in your right mind now. You're like, man, they didn't look good. But Tom Brady did. It's no way he's going to let this team come back and win. Hey, I'm going to pick Tom Brady to win because I know Vegas is still looking at Kansas City to win this game. And you could, I mean, you probably won't make that much because of how Tampa Bay was playing and how big of a lead it was at the half. But Vegas had this feeling Kansas City would come back. And I've mentioned it on my Facebook and said, "Man, Kansas City, Vegas still thinks they got a little bit of a shot to win this thing. This is the money line. It's it's, it's a nice money line. It's Kansas City. Why not?" And now here we go. But Tampa Bay ended up winning. The game ended up going under. I don't know what the under was heading into halftime, but that's what I mean. You have an idea. Before I uh, before I started this recording, I was looking at prop bets and I am a round robbing guy because there's always one team that could possibly lose you a bet if you parlayed it. That's why I'm round robbing it. And that way I can just make my money. You know, let's let's make a little money. But you if you bet big you can make some good money. You pick three teams. You put a hundred dollars each bet. You got three hundred dollars in a round robbing. You only get one wrong You're basically getting your $300 back and then some where you'll probably be at $350. And this is what I try to explain to people. A lot of people have asked me, especially the Detroit Sports Better uh, group on Facebook. People have asked me, they've came to me and said, what is around rapping? Now, it's very tough to explain. And I don't want to be on here explaining it to you. Uh, but basically I'm gonna give you the basically cause it's a lot to explain and I, and I encourage people to read up on it because I think that's the way you make money where you're taking a parlay and people do $5, $10 parlays and probably will get lucky, which is good. You know, betting is all about luck. It's not about skill and, and that's what I try to tell some folks that it's not about, Skill it's all luck, it's gambling, it's like you're going to the casino. you're just hopping on a machine, even though I have my own conspiracy about hopping on different machines and all of that to win I don't know if I'm right about that. I won't share that information with you because I don't want the word to get out, then I'll never get a machine but i you know people everybody has their own preference they they they, they have that, and that's what that's just what I express to everybody. You know, don't, don't listen to me. Don't do what I do. I That's why I try not to tell people what I do. I try to give people, look, you do this and, you know, you look at numbers, you, you go your way because I don't want to lead you to the wrong way. I don't want to lead you to the path of, you know, where you're going to be broke. And, and then you're going to keep asking me and I'm not even betting because I I have to lay low and I know that. And I've been I've been betting for so long. And now it's come to me like, okay, let's let's calm down now. And we're gonna get it together. So just 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 calm your nerves. Be patient. Very patient. Next segment, I'm talking about the Nets, because they deserve to be talked about. Now, how in the world? Alright, Brooklyn Nets on the sixth game winning streak. And honestly, they're just being what everybody's hoping they would be. And this is, I've had many talks about this team. This team of the Brooklyn Nets, they just went on a West Coast trip and just swept the West Coast. And that was remarkable to me. Now... It started off their their West Coast trip. They started in Golden State. People were asking me, who do I think is going to win this game? I said, well, the Nets play very good against bad teams. Well, I mean against good teams. I'm sorry. And Golden State is a good team. Golden State, I don't know when you're going to be a bad team again. Because you're pretty much good. Like you go there. You shoot 54%, yes, your defense still needs work, but hey, if you're going to be playing offense the way you do, it's going to be very hard to beat this team, and granted, that big three, had nobody score over 25 points, so it took Bruce Brown, Joe Harris, Jeff Green to do good in that game. Let's go to Sacramento on Monday night, this was last Monday night, by the way. And uh, James Harden had a triple-double, and Kyrie Irving put up 40. Now, this is when KD had to leave uh, whatever. Well, uh, he wasn't playing. He was hurt, whatever. Whatever is going on with him. And, And they're doing this without some guys, by the way. And that's what makes this team scary for next year. I know we talk about this year, but I would get to that after I explain this West Coast trip. That's a good win. They have to go travel to Phoenix the next night. Now, they're down big at the half. Very good West team. And I said, it is tough to blow this team out. And James Harden took over. It was James Harden by itself. Now... I'm not going to just say by itself, but as far as the big three, he was by himself. Because, I mean, Tyler Johnson came and did his thing. Joe Harris, he's just been great all year. Jeff Green has been great all year. Andrew Shammott. I mean, these guys are stepping up, doing what they need to do. And that's, that's what makes Brooklyn good. They go, they go play the Lakers on Thursday night, a game we all want to see. Everybody think this is the finals preview. I don't see the Lakers in the finals. I still don't kind of see the Nets in the finals, but I'm leaning towards them. I'll explain later. But James Harden, Kyrie, this is the type of game the Lakers wanted to play, like a defensive showdown. But then it's like, do the Nets want to play this type of game? They definitely want to play this type of game. They still shot better than them, and they can shoot the three very well. And they can get aggressive, get to the free throw line. They, do, they wasn't well from the free throw line. They did win by 11. And then here comes last night, the Clippers. They were six and a half point underdogs. And I said, that is entirely too high. I've said it to myself. I said, if I wasn't betting live bets, I would be picking the Nets to, to, to cover at least. And out of the back of my head, in the back of my head, I'm like, they could win this game because they beat good teams. And the Clippers' is a team, I think, is going to win it all. Now, granted, maybe uh, uh, James Harden uh, got away with that flop. You know, that should have been a tight game. But I ain't complaining because I had money on Nets to win the rest of that game. I did a live bet at the end of the third quarter. said, okay, Nets will win. Let me just make an extra 70 some dollars. Stop doubt about that. And I did. Uh, by them winning. Thank you, refs, for giving me my money. But James Harden had another good game. Kyrie Irving, another good game. And there's Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, DeAndre Jordan with the huge play at the end of the game. So, um, this this is this is what I'm saying about this team here. And Tyler Johnson didn't even play, by the way. The Nets... Are now getting the attention from everybody. And I remember mentioning this and said. Look they got this West Coast trip. You know. Let's see how they do. Because they can win out. If they do their part. They play tomorrow. They play Thursday. They play Saturday. Then next Monday. And then Wednesday. And and then we'll go from there with the show. Because next Monday. We're pretty much at the halfway mark. And we'll see what's going on. We'll talk all-star game. And all that good stuff. But. What I'm seeing from the Nets is they want that number one seed in the East. They, They want that confidence, you know, going forward. Because you look at the East, they're just a half a game behind Philly. And they have every chance to get the number one seed. And they're the hottest team in the East. And they don't even have everybody. But what scares me about this team is they can outscore everybody and if you want if you decide to play a uh defensive type game, it'll be very hard because this team can play offensively and and they're going to be better and I'm still leaning towards the Milwaukee Bucks. I I'm still I think this is the one team that can at least put up the points and come up with the big stops. They need Drew Holiday. The Bucks have the three seed. They want, they want Brooklyn to have the number one seed, so they face off in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think they want to play them when it comes to semifinals. But, hey, you get that test early. You see what happens. Even though you will possibly face Philly, who will be tough with Joel Embiid, and if Ben Simmons stays aggressive, there you go. Because these are your three teams in the East. I don't see nobody else. Toronto has every shot, though. I would give Toronto a shot. They're the fourth best team in the East to me. And then after that, the rest of the East, garbage. You give me the Pacers, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. If they had Chris Levert, they have a, a good shot to make an upset happen. And the Pacers, you know, I can't hate on them. They, they do what they're supposed to do, but sometimes they don't. That's why Toronto's ahead of them. Boston, you shouldn't have lost that game to the Pelicans, but uh, Boston, let's let's get it together. You have the talent because you got two very good players. Well, three. Because Kimball, you gotta credit him, who hasn't really been that bad. And then you look at the Knicks, the Hornets, they have it. The Hornets is just an exciting team. Like, I would love to see them in the playoffs because they're gonna be so Exciting with Scary Terry. That's why this Hornets and Jazz matchup looks intriguing tonight. Even though it's a very high spread, I still think Utah would win. But Charlotte going to come in there, Scary Terry, he ain't scared of nobody. And and that's the thing. And then you look at the bottom feeders in the East. Maybe Miami can move their way up. Maybe uh, not Chicago. Atlanta's disappointing. Orlando, too many injuries. Washington, I said they could make the play. They've been hot, though. They've been hot of late, and I've mentioned that to people. So Washington's a little little tough, too. They got the Lakers tonight. Um, then you look at the West. You look at the West, you got Utah, the number one seed in the West. You got uh, the Lakers, number two, Clippers, number three. The, the West would be interesting because I, to, I told you guys I really like Portland to go to the conference finals, and it, it's looking it's looking like that can happen. They get Phoenix. Phoenix going to be tough. Yes, they will be very tough. So I think Portland will have an edge if players will start right now. And then you, the Utah and Golden State play. Utah should win. If you don't know, Golden State might find a way to win their A-C. And then you get Portland, get to face the winner to win an 8th seed. And Lakers and Clippers beat up on each other. That's the way it's looking in that second round. Where Portland is set up to, for that to happen. And then people are gonna be like, "How in the world? What you said, Portland, What?" Because see the way Portland's playing, with their injuries, I-, I just gotta be impressed. Now the Spurs, the Spurs are the Spurs. The Nuggets to be there, the Golden State possibly, but you gotta you got gotta get into there. Now Memphis is, and it sucks because Memphis is such a good young team. They Jaren Jackson, they get Jaron Jackson. They're definitely in the playoffs to me. Dallas, they need some help. Luka got to do better. Pelicans, it seemed like they should be so much better than what they are. Uh, but then you go to the bottom feeders. Uh, the Rockets just been losing, just losing, 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 losing. No Christian Wood, whatever. And, and maybe they get it right next year. But but back to the Nets. As you know, I go on and on about basketball. I just go all over the place with the nets their schedule is suitable for them um to play and with the in brooklyn news um, there will be no kd uh tomorrow against the kings uh they have a lot of injuries going on uh i don't know if jeff green's going to be able to play right shoulder contusion so the Nets could probably be bottled with injuries this year, and they're probably going to want to just get healthy for next year. That's why I'm assuming assuming next year they get it done. That's why I think Clippers will get it done this year. You know, and I, I said Bucks and Clippers. Clippers gets Portland. Bucks probably get Philly. Unless they get the Nets. The Nets, you know, Harden will be ready to go. But I don't know. He'd probably be by himself. Shout out to James Harden for winning a player of the week. And Damian Lillard. Well deserved for James Harden. Team went four and zero, or Portland side they went two and one, but Dame has been able to dish the ball, and that's what I like to see from him. And and you talk about the Jeff Green injury. Y'all seen the hard file from Patrick Beverly? Y'all seen it? Just talk about the Nets. They're a, they're a different team, like they are. And if they can just stay healthy. Yeah, but I've said if they're not going to make it, it's because of health. Because they have the talent. Now, I know I teased them about the defense, yes, but they could, they're so scary offensively. It makes it hard. Now, I do think the Clippers will beat them. If they were to meet in the finals, I would pick the Clippers. You know, you've seen it right here. The Clippers didn't do so bad. You know, they just, it's just... You know, they just had to find a way because Clippers had to... The first quarter was looking pretty good to start, uh, but James Harden really was, was coming through. And and I'm sure that's what Coach Nash was saying to James. Look, you know, I know you want to dish the ball, but you're very good. You're a very good scoring point guard, in which he is, because he's looking to pass the ball. And he's been doing that for years. And people are acting like, oh, they're just so ball dominant. But, you know... James Harden they made James Harden the point guard which was key to their success six games in a row um you you pretty much you know you just got to accept that right um but uh there there's there's some things going on in the NBA and I and I want to uh, I want to see what teams are going to try to do to improve because you see the nets and all of that, so I will get into that. Let's take a little break here, all right. So, trade deadline is coming up in the NBA, and we don't know if Bradley Bill is going to get traded, you know. Um, but I'm gonna focus here on the 76ers, you know, and I'll go around here, I'll see what I can see. Uh, but you know, Philly could be looking at Kyle Lowry, you know, he's 34. Uh that's definitely when now move for Philly, uh, because they just need a little more. Um and I know they have uh Ben Simmons, you know, to push the ball, you know, to to facilitate and all of that. Um But knowing that the Raptors have won like their last sixteen games without Kyle Lowry um they know that they could possibly get rid of him and just, you know, go from there. Van Vliet is pretty much the point guard of the future. Uh, still a young guy. And, you know, remember Toronto was 2-8, and, and I talked about this. And they're going to be looking to 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 make some moves happen. You know, I don't know what Philly would give up, but you, you get more depth on the point guard situation. You got more scoring. You got a guy who isn't afraid uh. To really score, but it's it's like, when you look at Philly, they have that struggle of who's the third guy. Because I'm loving what i am seeing from Ben Simmons. He's, he's he's hitting free throws. No, 67%, but I mean, he's hitting them. He's being efficient. I'm loving what i am seeing from Ben Simmons. Put some more points of, on the board. Just be aggressive. Him and Embiid are aggressive. Now, as far as the rest of this team, they're going to need that third guy. Like, Tobias Harris, I can't trust him, even though he's had a better year than I have suggested. Uh, but, uh, Steph Curry, you know, you have him. But then it's like, Steph Curry could be your guy off the bench because, I mean, who's your sixth man, Shake Milton? Are you kidding me? You know, you have Steph Curry or you have Kyle Lowry. come off the bench, be the guy, facilitate, make the guys better, or just score. I mean, Steph can get dish out some assists. And that's that's the good thing. So if Philly wants to make a move, I don't know who they would give up, but I'm sure Toronto won't be asking for much because if you heard me correctly, yes, they have um, definitely, you know, done what they supposed to do. And you know, I, I, as I'm looking at these teams, you know, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get a a little notion of who's trading who and all of this. Uh we honestly don't have many news on trades. Um but I wanted to weigh in on the seventy ers I'm going go around a lot of teams here and I I'm trying to figure out like the Celtics too because can you get this roster together like i think you could but let's see because who is to blame here for this team you know the coach or gm like is it the bench is it too many there's a lot of young players The same you know is it health you know is it the schedule i mean there's something going on here for this team and I'm trying to figure out how in the world they lost last, well, yesterday. And Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum did what they were supposed to do. But Kimball Walker couldn't make a shot. Tristan Thompson, I don't want to talk about that. Now, I know Marcus Smart is hurt. That takes a lot out of you. Uh, But you're going to have to put some of these guys, Taco Fall, put Carson Edwards in. I mean, you're going to have to do that. I think those are more suitable names than you got... uh, uh, what Robert Williams, even though he, he has shown some life, uh, and Naismith, he, he has shown life too, but I, I need the guys that I know. Like Carson Edwards, you've seen him in college. You've seen him really go off, and he's he's a guy that's going to come in, energy guy. we got Taco Fall, who is the tallest guy in the NBA. Let him do what he needs to do. You just got him there sitting down and it looks like he's standing up. Brad Stevens, you're going to have to do better than this. I mean, seriously. And uh, the Knicks, talk about their game against Timberwolves, almost lost it. Almost lost my chance at some good money, by the way, too. 21-point comeback from the Timberwolves. And they was lucky enough that Carl Anthony Towns missed that layup or whatever it was, that hook shot. Because that, that should have went in. That's when he hit. And with the Hornets, you know, how would they do tonight? And, and I want to talk about this Draymond ejection because I, I've had a discussion. They've confirmed that Hayward had possession prior to Green's ejection. You, you blow the whistle and Draymond has it. That should be John Barr's situation. I don't care what L2M or whatever, whatever they say. I don't care about that. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So, I'm wondering, where would Bradley Bill go? Because... I honestly feel like he should stay, because what are what are the Wizards doing? They're winning games now. They have beaten the Celtics, Rockets, Nuggets, Blazers. Now three of the four teams are projected to be in the playoffs, and they got the Lakers tonight, and then they get the Clippers tomorrow night, and then they travel to Denver on Thursday. Now, their schedule is going to be very tough. But if the Wizards continue to win, say they win tonight at the Lakers, which is a possibility, they're going to be flying high. I probably would pick them to cover because the Lakers still have to prove to me they can do well without AD because I don't know what the hell going on with my team. And and then the Clippers, they'll probably lose that game because it's a back-to-back Clippers. They're they're going to be looking for a win like they're, They're going to be looking for a win. And then you got Denver, who you could possibly beat. Timberwolves, you should beat. Celtics, you should beat. Grizzlies, you should beat. And then they got Clippers again. They just really want to split that. So if you go rest of this schedule here, you know you're you have seven games. Say you go five and two. That means you're 15 and 19. You're gonna be up there, top echelon of the bottom teams in the East, where possibly your ninth seed, 10th seed, whatever you're going right into all-star break with that. I would be shocked if they trade Bradley Beal, knowing that they have a chance to get this done, that they can make the playoffs. Because at the beginning, when the season was starting, I said, you know what? I got faith in this team. they got Russ and Beal, and, you know, I, they look good. If Westbrook can play like this, they're, they're not going to lose. They're going to need that. Uh, and I said the rest of the team is not there, but I like what I saw on the defensive end that fourth quarter against Portland because you know it was Dame time. Yeah, he had 35, but he was 10 for 30. Let's not forget that. I mean, he shot 33%. That's not a good thing. So... You know, if you can utilize that, make sure the other guys don't go off. And this is one of those games, okay, Wizards, you got to win. Now it's no AD. Hey, you go out there and win this. There's no Dennis Schroeder. You go out and win this. Don't know if Kuzma's playing either. Don't know if Marquise Morris is playing either. So you go out there and you win that game, Wizards. And then you turn it around and you don't have to trade Beal. You know, people are like, oh, that's Trayton, Russell Westbrook, this, Russell Westbrook, and that, but they have a good chance, and, they, they, and it really starts off with this Laker game. They've started off pretty well on this four-game trip, and they have every chance to win. They beat the Nuggets, they beat the Rockets, who's terrible, and the Celtics, who are very terrible. You know, you, you move past what happened last weekend. Last week, whatever, when they played the Raptors, played the Knicks, it was 10, 15 days ago. You go past that. You move forward. You play the two teams people expect to come out, the West Lakers, Clippers. And then you beat the Nuggets, who they feel is a playoff team, which they are. If you can win like that, you win those games, just win out this road trip, and you get these last four games, now you're really cooking. And we just don't have to do that. I mean, of course, we'll go from there, but they don't have to do that. Now, it's sad about Boogie Cousins. Where in the world is he going to go? The Rockets just wanted to go younger. I mean, can you get mad at them? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But... I've seen the Lakers. The Lakers be making a trade. I don't know. People ask me whether I think Blake Griffin's going to go. It's Pistons to get rid of him. Hey, uh, why not the uh, Lakers? Like I said, I said Lakers. Hmm. Sure. Why not? The Lakers could use something. You know, people want, want Andre Drummond to the Nets. No. DeAndre Jordan is your guy. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, Drummond, yes, he's a great rebounder. But you let you let go of Jared Allen, you might as well keep DeAndre Jordan. Not even try to get Andre Drummond. You should have kept Jared Allen, who the Cavs seem to like, which is a very good idea for them. They're going to be bad again. But come next year, okay, they might not be a playoff team unless they make some miraculous move and unless Kevin Love is going to play. But they did it right with Jared Allen. Got rid of Tristan Thompson. Now you got to get rid of Andre Drummond. You got to get rid of them big guys. You got too many big guys. Get rid of them. Keep Jared Allen because he's solid. All right, so here is some MLB because I'm excited. Spring training begins on Sunday. This upcoming Sunday, you guys. Yes, it's crazy, right? So um, there's not going to be many games on. Well, I'm sure all these games will be on, but I see a lot of 2B determinants seeing what time this game's to start. But, of course, Phillies, Tigers, you get that up, yeah, we'll see how everything go. But uh, just a lot of news going on, uh, especially with the Mariners' president and CEO, Kevin Mather. Uh, He resigned from his position, and it's effective immediately. It just came in literally an hour before I started doing this. And I was like, what in the world? It's going on here. The news comes this came, you know, one day after video surfaced and matters sharing his thoughts on the service time manipulation of prospects Jared Kalinick and Julio Rodriguez. Uh the expiring contract of Mr. Kyle Seeger and his displeasure with paying interpreters for foreign born players. Um who are Stanton will now act as president and CEO until a successor is chosen hire me hire me i'll be the ceo screw it i'll go to the west coast i'll go to seattle what a history it is in seattle by the way uh but um anyway on february the 5th uh Mather spoke uh, with the bellevue breakfast rotary club you know talking about clinic, uh would not make it on the 2021 opening day roster, and Rodriguez wouldn't reach the majors until 2022. And uh, it did that video did not leak until uh, yesterday, and that's when it became viral, uh, which he tweeted out a meme, uh, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, and Matthew, uh said Kyle Seager was overpaid, and 2021 will be the third baseman's last with the Mariners, despite the former All Star having a team option for 2022, uh, Julie Seeger, which is Kyle's wife, sent out the tweet that I'm looking at here. So should we put our house in Seattle on the market now? Or uh, Mather didn't. Uh, Mather also stated that he didn't like paying for the interpreter of Hisashi Iwakuma, who's the Japanese pitcher. Who plays six seasons with the Manners. Uh, and he is the team special assignment coach. Um so that that's just what's going on. A lot of you guys probably um probably just seen it, didn't know what was going on. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, which that is pretty bad. You have a veteran as in Kyle Seeger. He is big time. Trust me, seeing him uh go against the damn tigers. You know, going against division foes, the Astros and Angels, you know, those uh in the AL West. Speaking of, Mike Trout might be uh tired of missing the playoffs. You know, he said it's waiting on him. I believe he's been in the playoffs once or twice. And um uh, It seemed like it would be a good run. This was the year Kansas City won it all, I would believe. And I just, I want to see Mike Trout in there. You want to see the stars, but, you know, a star is born every playoffs. It, It really is. And, you know, Mike Trout is one of those, okay, he's must see TV. That's why I'm hoping we... Here in the city of Detroit, the state of Michigan, we can have, we can go see the Tigers play because I want to see this guy play. I've only been to a couple of baseball games, but I want to see some stars. Every time I want to see Mike Trout, something happens. COVID happens. i got my schedule ready. I believe they were supposed to play in April last year because they were supposed to play somebody early. And it could have been my Yankees because I'm a Yankee nut. So, that's that. Uh, Frankie Lindor and the Mets, they haven't taught an extension. Lindor said he's not scared of free agency. And, and that is true. I think the Mets will probably get extension going. I mean, the Mets will... They have a possibility of winning the whole damn thing. When well, you have this kid. Now, I think they still need to shape up that, that lineup, but it's still a good lineup. Trust me, you got Peter Lonzo... And Lindor, you need Lindor to hit in front of him because Lindor is going to get on base because he is a solid 300 hitter. Even though Pete Alonso, it's too much power there, Pete Alonso. Lindor showcases power and he's a switch hitter. The Mets might be a team I look out to play with on MLB even though I do Diamond Dynasty. So I'm going to hope that I can get all these players in the blink of two weeks when that game comes out. Tatis, he said he's all about winning in San Diego after inking that 14-year deal. You know, and he got 14 years. That is absurd. Never seen it. I've seen the 10 years with Bryce Harper. I said, oh, my goodness, 10 years with the Phillies? He's over there with the Phillies. What a lineup the Phillies got. And they still have not proved to me that they're good enough and capable. It ain't about the lineup. It's about the pitching. Because that lineup ain't show up. And they had Didi. And everybody talk about, oh, Didi Gregorius. Oh, he going to be this and that because he ain't with the Yankees no more. And blah, blah. He messed up. But anyway, back to Tatis. The Padres, they they smelt the postseason. Let's see what they do this upcoming season. Can they smell it again? We know it's hard to make the playoffs in baseball. That's why they need to kind of change some things. Now, I do still like the way that they're doing it. But it's just some teams that I just want to see in there. You can't fit them all in there. I love every baseball team I have. There's always a flaw with the team, but I enjoy watching baseball, which is why I can't wait until April 1st, uh, which is going to be a very exciting show the day, well, the, the show before the MLB season begins. Yes, it will be, because I'm gonna be breaking down some baseball, you guys. Exciting stuff, right? Hint, hint, wink, wink. Well, Tatis, you gotta be all about winning. You said said the right thing. You guys wasn't ready. You guys wanna be going against the Dodgers. That's gonna be series to watch. Hear my words. Padres, Dodgers, the Dodgers, uh, pitching staff, oh, Trevor Bauer against a team like San Diego, against a player like Tatis, that's the the one I want to see. That's all I want to see in that matchup. Bauer versus Tatis. Don't care about nobody else. But I know Tatis will be must-see TV when he goes against very good pitching in National League, has very good pitching. And by the way, I am happy that there is going to be DHS in the National League yet again. They need to keep that going. Great idea. The Astros, Carlos Correa. He wants a contract extension before the season begins. Uh, Give him the money. It's him, Altuve. I mean, you've lost other guys. Uh, but uh, it's those two guys. They're going to be good. Correa is still solid. He's a very good defender. Uh, the Astros, they're going to be doing trying to do, do some things. But it could be tough on them this year. But they are still the Astros. They always make something happen. I don't have everybody's teams lined up. So as we get closer to April 1st, when I do that show, I will get projections of what their lineups would look like. I will have it all. And I will probably be surprised saying it on this show as I'm looking at it. Tim Anderson. uh you know, talks about how they're more athletic than the Twins. That's going to be, that's it. Like, it's those two teams that could possibly win the AL Central. Cause the Tigers ain't doing it. They have some fight. They will. Because it's the Tigers. They have A.J. Hinch. They have that winning manager right there. So, I mean, White Sox and Twins, though, that's the team. And he says they're more way more athletic than Madison did, which could be right. Uh. I I would love both teams. I love the White Sox. I've I've talked about the the White Sox before when they were in the playoffs. I talked about him when it was playoff time. You can go on, go back, cause that's how long I've been doing this. When they were in the playoffs, how long I've been doing this 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 pod. And um, granted, they have power, young guys. It's crazy. they will probably be one of the teams that I want to emulate with my Diamond Dynasty, even though I will have some legends. Uh, The Brewers trying to get uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. from the Red Sox. Um, We'll see how that goes. Uh, But that is my quick look at Major League Baseball as we get to the end of this episode. Okay, so we're reaching the the end of this episode here. And um, games, I always give you games that I have to get into. A tough break for my Buckeyes yesterday. We lost to Michigan. Michigan is a very good team, though. I have to give them credit. I was hoping that we would win, but knowing Michigan is the better team, we will see you guys again in the Big Ten Tourney. Uh, But the top 25 is Gonzaga or Baylor. I will have my bracket out when the bracket comes out. Uh, There will be, I believe there will be a conference tournament. That's just what I'm assuming here. I haven't seen anything. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm hoping for it because that we will have that schedule in a couple of weeks. Uh, two episodes from now because March Madness will be very soon. Like, next week's show, there's one more week of college basketball regular season. And then we have conference tournaments. And then we get ready for the bracket. The NCAA March Madness tournament. So, just know that. Time is moving very fast as we are about to approach March by the time next episode comes out, uh, which will will be episode 24. Games I'm watching tonight, Bulls and Rockets, that could be interesting. Um, But I am more into the Blazers and the Suns. The Blazers are getting a lot of credit on these point spreads here. Now, I don't know if somebody's missing that I don't know about. I know the same guys I'm missing from Portland, and they've just been underdogs, but they always play pretty well. So that's something to look at there. And uh, Hornets in Utah, that's a game I'm interested in. It's 9 o'clock start. Utah is 13-point favorites, but I can't discredit the Hornets because they have been exciting to me. The Wizards and the Lakers is also a game to watch. That game will be on NBA TV um, I think that's the only game on NBA TV, so the other games you will have to look at via uh, NBA League Pass or something like that. Um, Syracuse and Duke plays today. Now, I no know that both teams are unranked, but uh, that is still suitable to be a very good game um, because it is the ACC. Pistons plays the Magic again tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steph Curry's supposed to be available tomorrow against the Knicks. So that's, that's good news. 76ers gets the rematch against the Raptors. That should be fun to watch. Blazers gets the Nuggets. They're back to back here. And like I said, the Wizards, Clippers back to back. So we got some good action going, going. See any, uh, college games going on. Kansas, Texas always be a big game. You see how Kansas has been Playing lately, that's one of those teams you watch out for in the Big 12 because they could possibly win that tournament. And uh, let me make sure I didn't miss anything else, I did not. As far as the games on Tuesday, Wednesday, the Pistons traveled to the Pelicans, so they got back to back to Orlando and they traveled all the way to New Orleans. Lakers in Utah, big game. Uh, that's probably on ESPN, yes, it is uh the warriors gets the pacers that's the first game on espn by the way uh raptors and heat could be a good game Horn- hornets and suns hornets that's what i was going to say hornets and suns and uh let me see alabama arkansas and college basketball should be huge alabama's been playing some good basketball but you can't count out arkansas so pay attention to that spread come wednesday thursday ohio state travels here to michigan lansing gets michigan state nine o'clock I'll be watching that game even though I think they're gonna blow out Michigan State even though they even play hard. They got a big win on the road in Indiana. Couldn't believe that on Saturday. Um I guess I'll watch the Nets. Not really interested in seeing the Nets play any bad teams, but you know how the Nets are against the bad teams. Clippers gets the Grizzlies, Pelicans gets the Bucks on oh, this is Thursday. What a Thursday here. The Kings will be here the Blazers gets the Lakers on Friday. That's ESPN. You get a uh, I think Pacers Celtics. You'll probably get um, on ESPN. Yes, that is correct. Rockets Raptors plays Utah Miami. That's fine. Uh, Clippers Memphis again Hornets Warriors. So good Friday, and then of course you know uh, my birthday is February twenty seventh. You guys, so I will explain um, birthday. You know, my birthday, what do I like, and all of that good stuff. So, that that just reminded me, just looking at game schedule on the 27th. Didn't really care for many games. I was going to go to the sports bar, but it's not too many games. I'm excited to see these are not great matchups. Uh, Not really, at least not about the nighttime, or maybe Baylor and Kansas. I mean, that's a big game. That's That's the big game I said. I said, oh, Baylor and Kansas play. That's something I would want to watch. So, there you go. And, of course, Sunday, baseball will be back. So, there ain't nothing like waking up knowing that baseball, spring training is here. Even though, who really cares for spring training? And also, Iowa gets Ohio State. Like, I really traveled to Columbus to go see that game. That's going to be a big game there. I'm going to have my hoodie on. Thanks you, babe, for the hoodie. I did receive an Ohio State hoodie. And, uh... We will definitely be here. Baseball will have already started uh, for next Monday, the first of the month of March. And uh, next week's episode, of course, NBA showdown, what's going on around the league, what's going to happen, any news, big news. Um, And I'll keep you updated with the news and my thoughts on everything that's going on. Everybody be safe. Uh, Respect. Treat everybody with respect, please. Enjoy your week. My birthday is Saturday. I plan on enjoying that day. So, talk to you guys next Monday.